What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, January 14th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes, 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the verified one at Tim Gettys. Let Tim host halfway through January. What's that about? I don't even like to think that's, about it. That's pretty crazy. But you know what I like to think about, Greg? That, that? wild Aces jersey. Oh, my God. Look at you. <laughs> If Number you forgot, 69. ladies and gentlemen, if you forgot, ladies and gentlemen, hold on, let me get poured over my shoulder. We own a football team. A lot of people have forgotten this. It comes up on the subreddit. People go, I forgot this is happening. No, remember, we own a fan-controlled football team. Uh, we are the Wild Aces. Today, we revealed the jersey. As you can see, the blue, the purple, the gradient into the hot pink, the 69 Wild Aces, and Johnny Ace right there on the shoulder, ready there to go. Is. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> of course, you can join our team, kindoffunny.com slash FCF. Again, this is a long, I won't bore you with it, but remember, it's fan control football. You're going to be calling the plays. We own a team. You need to come support it. Uh, it's, uh, it starts in February. The kids are, the kids being the players, are in the bubble right now in Atlanta getting ready for the season. It's ridiculous that this football thing is happening. But the jerseys are officially revealed. You can also buy those on uh, kindoffunny.com slash FCF when you go over there and get your Wild Aces shirts, gears, and all that jazz. But, Tim, mm-hmm. more impressive and more important than the jersey is the fact that the Blessing Show is now live on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. I watched that today. What a hot, hot piece of content. Dude, I've been working with Roger and Bless for a long time now. Honestly, like in some form or another, for years, I've been talking to those boys about eventually doing something like this. So the fact that they are managing to get it done in a pandemic, working from mm-hmm. home and all mm-hmm. that, I am extra impressed. Because we've always talked about it as being an in-studio show, something that we were building towards being able to do yeah. one day. Uh, but I, I think it's fantastic. The pilot episode is awesome. It is such a good combination of talents and skills between Blessing and Roger. They are 100%. the future. Loving it. Go check it out. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. And other channels, YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Plays is where all of our Twitch archives are going to be. Uh, we've been uploading them. There's been a couple issues people have been noticing. We're trying to iron out all the kinks. Uh, but just so everybody knows, when there's big copyright issues, it's going to take some time and videos might not always be uploaded. So your best bet is to watch it live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games every day after kind of funny games daily if you can't we put it up on the kind of funny plays channel and if it gets copyright struck there god didn't want you to see it and you should have watched it live i'm sorry we've done everything we can right tim yeah. what do you want us to do there was a copyright strike on or block on the one yeah. yesterday fucking so, Nicki minaj always yeah, out there you know what i mean we would mac Fleetwood fucking Mac. Fleetwood Mac would never do that to us. They would never no, do that. They did. They did it was hard. it their one song? Is the one the the cranberry song? The cranberry mm-hmm. juice song? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. God forbid they make a you know less than a dollar off of it. YouTube.com slash kind of funny place. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a ton of news today. So let's get right into it. We're gonna talk about cyber tun- cyberpunk's explanation from CD <laughs> Project Reds. Uh Pokemon Snap having a release date. Kevin, there's a trailer I want to watch there. And of course, rest in peace, Best Buy Gamers Club, because this it's kind of funny games daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms we run you through the nerdy video game news need to know about if you like that be part of the show at patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can give us your questions comments concerns everything under the daily video game sun but of course on patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can get each and every episode of the show ad free along with the exclusive post show we only put up on patreon.com slash kind of funny games if you have no bucks to toss our way no big deal you can watch live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games if you're watching live just like y2 jervis is fighting wombat is yike xz is you have a special job go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday housekeeping for you again i will stress it the blessing show is live you need to go to youtube.com slash kind of funny games watch this video essay content from raj from blessing it's fantastic it's funny it's interesting it's well edited it's got a whole bunch of cool graphics it is why we hire these kids so go over there and make it worth my while you know what i mean (laughs) i could have a fifth mansion if it wasn't for roger pocorny somebody's you know what i mean make sure this kid's justified in what he's doing thank you our patreon what was that now? You, you want to talk to you? How many mansions could you have if it wasn't for Roger? You know? Yeah. This kid. Good oh, point. I, oh, I need to eat. Oh, I need to pay the oh. rent. You know what I mean? Ooh. Portillo needs to live another 30 years, and that's not going to be cheap, Raj. And when he dies, I need to clone him. Your employment means this dog can't be cloned. How does that feel? You understand? God. I 
They just take and they take. Every two weeks, can I have a paycheck? Every two weeks, fuck <laughs> off once in a while. I like a life too, Roger. Jesus. Uh, today we're brought to you by Hymns, Brooklyn, and Borough, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Seven <laughs> items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen! I like that voice today, Kevin. What, what, what was your inspiration on that one? Uh, the back of my throat tickled and I pulled my tongue yeah. back. <laughs> okay. I knew uh, it wasn't intended. We're starting over at GameSpot.com where, of course, Eddie, uh, one of the, I think, the names we've said the most <laughs> on Kind of Funny. Uh, since, uh, since it was Colin and Greg live, Eddie at GameSpot reports about the Cyberpunk explanation video that went up yesterday, which we will watch live on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games while we were streaming things. Get out of here, Lucy. You didn't write shit. All right? God only knows what you do at GameSpot. Sneaking up on me. Uh, Greg, anyway, Greg's in one of those those tunes. And I'll tell you, you know? what, I haven't had I haven't even had my vitamin D today. All right, let's see what happens when I pop one of these let's see guys. Greg Miller has the football jersey on for the first time in his life, and now he's just like, oh, now I'm the jock now. <laughs> first off, like, I've worn football really jerseys before, many times drunk. So it's not many times right. drunk. <laughs> right. Oh God! So what, what did CD Projekt Red do this time, Greg? Following the rocky launch of Cyberpunk 2077 in December, developer CD Projekt Red has released a statement from studio co-founder Marcin Iwinski, uh, in which he offers a personal explanation of what happened in the days leading up to the game's release. They shed some light on how, uh, just how, uh, there could have been such disparity between the PC and console versions. The team also hinted at when the full next-gen versions will be ready. Despite good reviews on PC, the console version of Cyberpunk 2077 did not meet the quality standard we wanted to meet. I and the entire leadership team are deeply sorry for this, and the video, this video is me publicly owning up to that, Iwinski said. Please don't fault any of our team for what happened. They are all incredibly talented and hardworking. Myself and the board are the final decision makers, and it was our call to release the game. Although, believe me, we never intended for anything like this to happen. I assure you that we will do our best to regain your trust. Iwinski uh, proceeds to delve deep into specific issues with the last-gen versions of Cyberpunk 2077. He said the technically complex nature of the game led to some issues. In particular, he said the, quote, main culprit uh, for the issues was related to how the team had to constantly improve the in-game streaming system for old-gen consoles. The hard drive bandwidth of last-gen consoles was a constant challenge for the developer. The studio's own testing of this streaming technology showed improvements, and the studio felt that last-gen, the, the last-gen edition may be in go- a good place with a day zero patch, he said. Uh, the executive pointed out that issues related to COVID-19 and working from home led to some further complications and problems for Cyberpunk 2077. CD Projekt Red has already released three hot fixes for Cyberpunk 2077, but the company isn't stopping there. The goal is to fix more bugs and crashes, and the next update will arrive within the next 10 days, Owinski said. Another, more significant update update is coming in the following weeks. In addition to that, CD Projekt Red still plans to release free DLC packs for Cyberpunk 2077 later this year, while the free next-gen update for PS5 and Xbox Series X is planned for the second half of 2021. An FAQ page posted to CD Projekt Red's website had some further insight on what the studio is doing to make things right. In particular, the studio says it's trying to avoid crunch, the industry term for developers working long hours to finish a project, for the upcoming patches. Quote, the team is working to bring relevant fixes to the game without any obligatory uh, overtime. Uh, uh, Avoiding crunch on all of our future projects is one of our top priorities, the studio said. Additionally, CD Projekt Red said it hopes to be able to work with Sony to bring the PS4 edition of Cyberpunk 2077 back to the PlayStation Store soon. Quote, we are working on fixes and updates and are working with Sony to bring Cyberpunk 2077 back to the PlayStation Store as soon as possible, the studio said. Uh, despite issues, Cyberpunk 2077 was one of, the, was one of 2020's uh, biggest games uh, commercially, selling 13 million copies, and that includes refunds. Tim, did you watch this video at all yesterday? I did. Yeah, I okay. watched it as, it as it was coming out. And like all of these type of apologies, it's always the double-edged sword of it's impossible to completely get right for every single person watching or reading the thing. People are always going to be able to, to, like, I don't even want to say nitpick, be able to criticize the things that are, are being said or done or not being said or done, right? Having said all of that, this seems to have more things to be able to pick apart and criticize than, than normal for me. 
where yeah. a lot of this feels like there is actually an owning of the the issue of I accept responsibility. But then it comes a little too long and the message has a little few too many words mm-hmm. for it to for that to be the point. And all of a sudden it starts to feel like, well, it seems like blame is being shifted off of you a little bit the more you're talking here, right? And on top of that, when you when you really stop to think about it, which they give you a lot of time to do because the video is so long, you're kind of like, well, you're not addressing all of the things. And at the end of the day, there's some key issues here that you're straight up lying about in this apology, which now, guess what? This apology is another problem to add on to your thing. That's because the thing. Because I'm talking you... about them not knowing and them. It's like that's that's straight up not true. That can't be true. And the biggest thing going around, I think, is addressed by Benjamin Barry, who wrote into patreon.com slash kind of funny games to be part of the show and says, hey, Blessing and Tim, I'm Greg. Uh, If you guys go over the Cyberpunk 2077 video thing today, can you please make sure to point out that this was not them taking ownership? They said they are taking ownership, then said to not blame the teams that worked on the game, then immediately put the blame on the test team. I've worked in QA for 17 years, five of it being in games, and there is no possible way that test missed these issues that were on the consoles. They knew about the issues and decided to release it anyway. If they were actually taking ownership, they would say that. The, quote, we didn't know excuse is garbage, and it needs to be called out. And yeah, if you go around, as soon as this broke yesterday, and even today, you'll see reverberations on Twitter and through articles and all these things going on, of people saying, Okay, cool. Like this is a thing, but like it seems like you're just shifting this to being on QA's fault that you didn't see these, they didn't get caught in testing when in fact so many QAs like Benjamin Barry and people on Twitter who've had backgrounds in testing games have come out and said, "No, the way this would have worked is that they would have identified these and these would have been known uh, shippables. Like you would have been able to say that, "No, no, yeah, they know this bugs there, but they don't care. They're putting it out there." The, the amount the testers in QA report this to the uh, management team or promote this to their superiors. It's up to them to then do, take any action on this. Yeah, I, I'm not trying to be hyperbolic here. I don't know a single person that played any form of cyberpunk that didn't run into bugs that would alert you and alarm you playing any game on any console. Right? Yeah, Even the people playing on PC had an insane amount of issues. Everybody I know that played on PC had issues. So it's yeah. like... The, the game ran best there and the it was it, I, I would say it ran well enough that you could forgive the bugs because they were fewer and far between but they weren't not there so it's like there's no way someone could boot up especially the ps4 and original xbox one versions of this game and be like yeah perfect ship, ship it, it. This, this is, is great it's like no 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 it's like th- there's definitely lies going on in this message if that is the truth that you're trying to start with is that that you know oh that we didn't know it's like you did you fucking did yeah you're 100 right and that's and that's what i didn't I, for me you know gary i know is the one who usually uses this you know rest in peace widow wednesdays long live widow tuesdays uh he's the one who always tosses around word salad on this show and that's what this video was is it really was spinning your wheels for five minutes and it, like sure saying you take blame for it but then shifting it a bit here then reiterating stuff of like yeah you know it was just like the pc version looked great kevin stop <laughs> stop playing that switch trailer mm-hmm. uh the, the he uh you know is sitting there talking about like yeah okay this yeah pcs were looking great and reviewed really well but you know who would have known what was happening in the old consoles and like you know it just got missed in the queue and it's like wait no like who wasn't looking at this and this is also everything we've extrapolated on our own from this like of course like okay cool you're focused on pc so then the consoles fall by the wayside and then it's more of the why ship it this way why put it out that way and this i i love the other reaction i saw last night from developers on twitter which were the number of them going like this is frankly bullshit that they thought a a day zero patch was going to fix these issues the issues that 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 exist on the playstation 4 and xbox one base versions right like clearly there was no way in hell they were going to put out a day zero patch that was going to have that up and running and be and have it where it needs to be and you that's exhibited of course by the fact that we are what a month removed from the game and we don't have a patch that does that it's not like they were we're right on the cusp of it you know any second any minute we're going to finish this and ship it and then everything will be fine like it's just not how it works and so this is a whole meandering statement to get to a timeline that isn't worth the fucking the paper it's printed on or the twitter it's put on like here's what we're planning it's like well no the game got delayed a million times this is going to get delayed a bunch of times when we were doing it yesterday and they showed the timeline, and it showed next-gen updates out in fall. And Snow Mike Michael's like, oof, 
all right, I guess I'll be playing it in fall. I'm like, oh, will you? Like, I, def- I don't believe you'll get your next-gen update in fall. Like, that's not, I mean, this is a huge undertaking of what they're trying to fix and do right now. Yeah, no, it's it's ridiculous. And yeah, I think that this really, really reads as this video had to be made for the shareholders and for the people with the money bags that have eyes on us. We need to be able to point to something to say, hey, yeah, no, no, no. I know you heard that there was outrage, but look, we solved it, right? Yeah. Here's this, this pretty video with the yellow background and all that stuff. It's on brand. We have all that shit. So it's like, I when you start breaking down all the words and stuff, them talking about old gen consoles is such a weird, misleading thing. When mm-hmm. we are here on kind of funny games daily, and we're talking about you know the games coming out on PS4 and PS5 or whatever, and if we were to say old gen consoles, there's a context there of people understanding what that actually means, right? Because yeah. we are talking about this like as something where everybody watching the show knows that we have moved on to PS5. Maybe not everybody has. A lot of people want to and can't get their hands on one, but they know we do. So us calling PS4 old gen is just, to us, that is a fact. To CD Projekt Red, these people that are making games that millions of gamers are playing on these old gen consoles, it's like the the game came out right around new gen consoles coming out. So it's like, it's not like, oh man, it's just not working on a PS3. Who could have thought? It's like, no, you guys announced this game and we're making this game for you. Were bil- you were going to release this on the this PlayStation 4, you said. Game. Yeah, exactly. You said you are going to, like, the original plan was to have this out for, as a PlayStation 4 game, period. That's the only skew you would have had. There would have been no PS5 to play it on. Like, totally. What the fuck are you talking about? So at some point, it's like, I, it, no shit, they want to put it on PS4. 100 million plus units in the wild. They want it to, to be able to sell to that audience, of course. But... You need to make that decision somewhere along the line of what game are you actually making here? Because this was just a shotgun scatter approach to try to get as much money as quickly as possible. And obviously that fucking backfired with all the refunds, especially on PlayStation. But it's like they should have at some point. I know I'm a broken record, not saying anything new to anybody, but it's like commit to next gen or commit to last gen and focus on next gen later. What they did served nobody Agreed. I mean, this is like still such a quagmire and such a fucked up thing and such a move you didn't see coming from CD Projekt Red. And I think with all of that and all those bridges burned and the lies given to audience that, yeah, this video, even starting it being like, we take responsibility, like you don't, you know what I mean? Like you got your hand caught, you got your caught with your hand in the cookie jar. And like now it is mm-hmm. this whole thing of like, you need to reap what you sow on this and coming out and putting up this up cd project uh or cyberpunk 2077 updates roadmap right that shows the three hot fixes you've done so far and then has this very vague 2021 timeline right that is patch 1.1 patch 1.2 then this giant area says multiple updates and improvements that starts with free dlcs then it's the free next gen upgrade and then it's 2022 it's like cool your little timeline you just put up does not talk about when playstation 4 base owners are going to have a game they can actually play it does not talk about when this game is going to be put back on the PlayStation Store. It doesn't answer the main questions people fucking have about this. And so, like, all you're doing is blowing hot air, and like you're saying, Tim, trying to make good, trying to win back that uh, cash of public opinion you've lost, the goodwill you've lost with this, and, of course, satisfy shareholders and stuff. But to come out and have nothing to say, like, this is the push and pull of all this shit. And don't get me wrong, anybody I'm about to compare it to, I don't think is the exact same situation. But it's the push and pull of how No Man's Sky went dark, right? They put it out, they, the game wasn't what people wanted, and they went quiet until they came back with a giant update. Granted, not as many copies of No Man's Sky were sold. You know, Hello Games is not as big as CD Projekt Red, so on and so forth, and shareholders and all these different things. But this is, I watched five minutes of this yesterday, and I didn't feel like I learned anything. I didn't feel yeah. like there was any news. And when even Mike was like, oh man, next gen updates are really far back. I was like, no offense. I knew that was going to happen as soon as everything went down the shitter. That's the first thing to fall back. Like they can't do that. And that's the thing but, is but, they but can't they fucking to, do that. They have to do that though. They have to, but they can't do what I'm saying is they can't do that until they fix the current gen or last gen or whatever you want to call it. You yeah. know what I mean? Until they, until uh, the people who bought it on PlayStation can play it. There's no reason. Fuck you for trying to put it on PlayStation five. Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing is like, I, I I don't know, man. I I would with how they're acting, like I would not be surprised if they're just like, all right, this is almost a lost cause. Like the the game has been refunded by so many people, and it's like we already lost them. The yeah. other people that we haven't lost, like eh, if we lose, we're, they. 
I imagine they're going to gain more money if they just work on the next gen console versions and get those out and those have those actually be good. And all the the general public is just going to hear about the good things about the game, and that's it. And they're going to buy it on PS5 and Xbox Series X or whatever. But if you're Sony, do you even list that? You'd have to. Yeah, the, I mean, you have to get PlayStation Four working. You have to get PlayStation. Remember, this is listed as a free next gen console update. This isn't yeah. them saying we're making a PlayStation Five version of the game, right? It's a free. Con- I mean, well, I guess that would be it. There would be a PlayStation Five listing for that. But if you're Sony, would you even list that? Like, I no. Mean, I, I mean, that, see, that's an interesting call. I never in my life would have thought that Sony would take down a game as big as Cyberpunk. Yeah, but they did. So we are in a new time where anything can happen with this stuff. But I don't know them getting the PS4 version to work. I almost don't believe it's ever going to happen. Like legit, specifically the original PS4, that thing ain't ever going to look good. But if we're talking about PS4 uh, Pro, potentially, I still don't think so though, man. Like I know that they need to. I don't think they're going to. I mean, they, I, I, it, the the struggle here is what you we all define as acceptable. I think that's the problem where it's like, no, I don't ever expect it to look amazing. I never expect it to look great. I expect it to look good, have a frame rate that you can play that isn't this, yeah, somehow fix the loads that are happening there as you see people like, you know, completely muddled as their textures slowly pop in. Like that's what you need to get to. But that's what I want out of it. Not necessarily what somebody who bought it after looking at trailers and looking at E3 demos thought they were going to get in aren't buying a PlayStation 5 or Xbox. Yeah. Quagmire, Tim. We're not done talking about it for sure this year. But for mm-hmm. now, we are. Let's move on to, hold on, one, two. I got two pieces of sunshine for you. Happy news. And then just a bunch of bad news for you. <laughs> news, let's start here. Number two, Pokemon Snap on the Switch has a release date, Tim. It is officially coming April 30th. Kevin, I sent you the trailer so we could watch it all together. Uh, I am excited, Tim. Are you excited? I am excited for for many other people and i'm, I'm excited to give it a little <laughs> shot Pokemon Snap was always more of the the gimmicky go to blockbuster and print out stickers of the pokemon you took pictures of sure 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 to a quality video game all right hit me kevin wait a minute hold on a second the wait a minute the chat can't chat's not it. seeing it they, they can see it. it they just can't hear it which is another one of these fun problems of like why is this happening Tim can, can just hum the music. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Do, 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 I can't tell if you're serious Pokemon. or not. Hold on. Do, 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 this isn't helping That's me think. But I'm distracting everybody from you, you know, clicking around over there trying to make sense. Talk about your feelings. Away. I'm excited yeah, for Pokemon, Pokemon Snap. You know, I, I, I remember back in the day on 64, Michael Ryan, uh, his little brother had it. And we'd fuck around with it. And I always thought it was a goofy little idea. That's what I think this is going to be, a goofy little thing to do on Switch. Sure, I'm in. Yeah, it's definitely it's cool, it's fun, but it's like it's not something I'm like, oh man, I can't wait. For yeah, this no, I'm not Joey Noel out. about it. Joey Noel's, you know, outrageously excited for this. Yeah, Joey, if you're listening, feel free to come in the chat and tell us what's going on. All right, I think it's working out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold right, on, everyone. Cool. They can hear it. But isn't my song better? I arguably. Thank you. That's his camera. <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you, Tim? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's like a Jurassic World. <laughs> New Pokemon Snap. So if you're an audio listener, they dropped the Jurassic World bubble here. And uh, people are motoring around. Take your photos of you guys are watching the Pokemon Snap trailer. Yeah, yeah. I want, your, I want your opinions when we get done watching it here, Jeff. If that is Todd, I swear to God. This is a beat, guys. Ew. He shits out holes in his shell. What do you do? Underwater. That was nighttime, right? Why? Why is it so big? Why is, is it, it gigantic? Capture your favorite moment. Po- new Pokemon Snap available April 30th. Pre-order start uh, today. Uh, Joey, you've seen it. 
You've obviously waited for this moment your entire life. How My excited are you? Life. I'm so excited. It looks so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I feel like the thing that like is just a me thing is like I haven't kept up with Pokemon past Gen One, so I'm like I don't know what any of these things are. Um. So, but that's just a me problem. But it looks really good. I'm excited to see like what kind of items and stuff that they bring in. Um to see how you can catch everything i will say that i feel like my brain is not as sharp with puzzle games after playing uh bug snacks where i was like oh i'm not as good at these as i used to be (laughs) of like oh you have to do this trigger this and all that stuff so i have a feeling that this is going to be one that i use a guide to get stuff for uh but i'm really really excited to play the music just feels so good and i just i want to drive around i want to go into a volcano you know who doesn't want to go into a volcano driving around (laughs) What what do you love about Pokemon Snap in general, Joey? Um, I like the like it's weird because I like the artfulness of like wanting to take the pictures and get it framed right and stuff like that. Considering that I don't really care about photo mode for most games, sure. Um, so I don't know. I think it's just that it's cute and it's relaxing and it's not stressful. Uh, but also like mildly competitive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to wait long. April thirtieth, right around the corner, Joe. We'll have you on that review for sure. Oh, I'm so excited. All right, go get back to work. Okay, bye. Bye. I have one question. Uh, Yeah, sure. Why would they upload this video like this? Not only is it a (laughs) low-res video, it's, like, not framed correctly, you know what I mean? It's Is this from the Twitter? Yeah, yeah, it's got letterboxing going on in the top and bottom, which when you full screen does it all over the place. It's just... Upload it to YouTube. You know? Give me a 1080 video. Pokemon. Go back to the, the middle, please. Where the dude's diarying all yeah. over the place? No, no, that guy. You had it. You had it. You had it. The scientist looking dude. This yeah, looks like the main character from the first game. So I, that could be kind of cool. He's like, I took pictures of everybody. I'm back now. My name's Todd. I was in two episodes of the second season of Pokemon, the animated series. Does Todd's hair go up like that? No, it used to be more. But it was the 90s. It was a different time. You oh, know? of course. This, of course. Looks, this looks more modern for sure. Sure. But we'll see. I don't know. I'm very happy it's happening. Never thought we'd see another Pokemon Snap. That that's for damn sure. So that's I, true. Yeah. I always appreciate when Nintendo actually gives people the simple things they want, and because that's a rarity. That's a rarity. You know what I mean? We don't sure. see F Zero all the time. We don't see Star Fox all the time. And when we do, often they're just shitting them out. So I'm hoping that this is uh, an example of them giving giving more of a shit. Um, let's see what we got here. The nanobiologist is already arguing here about the not arguing, but he's trying to he's trying to correct with I don't know if he has cited information. I'm just going to read it to you. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new professor and new Pokemon Snap, who Tim said is Todd, is called Professor Mir. He looks similar to Professor Birch. Professor Amir appears to not be related to Todd, whose last name is Snap. All professors' last games were are what they are called by. No, so unless Todd changes his last name from Snap to Mir, it's sadly not the same person. And all that is fair. All that is fair. Number three, your last piece of good news, Tim. Mm-hmm. We're getting a Resident Evil Village event. It's coming incredibly soon. Uh, the tweet from Resident Evil reads, don't miss the hashtag RE showcase on January 21st at 2 p.m. Pacific. Join Resident, join Resident Evil producers and our hosts, Brittany Brombacher. That's so right, everybody. Amazing. What's good games, Brittany, aka at Blonde Nerd, on a guided tour of Resident Evil Village, including a new trailer, first ever gameplay, and more Resident Evil news. Awesome for Resident Evil fans, but for a moment, fuck yeah, Brittany. Congratulations, yeah. Brittany, from What's Good. Yeah, Go for real. It. Yeah, I mean, dude, Resident Evil, Resident Evil is her sh- yeah, it's her shit. Like, this yeah. is so cool. Congrats to her. Very, very, very well deserved. Um, I am excited about this. Excited for more news on on Village. I haven't been the most hyped for it because I really, really did like Final or not Final Fantasy Resident Evil Seven. Uh, mm. But I definitely prefer the remake situation we've been having the last couple of years. But what I do like here is and more Resident Evil news. They're calling this thing the Resident Evil Showcase, RE Showcase. They so are, they are doing that. They are doing that. an announcement of RE Four Remake. I don't know. Do you think we will? Do you think we will? Um, um, I, the, the nation turns its lonely eyes to you. With its focus on showing off Resident Evil 8, I don't necessarily think it's the best place for them to put it. But You don't want to overshadow I, it. I, I, yeah, exactly. But I do also see them understanding that they and the audience sees these as different lines of Resident Evil games. Yeah. So I don't necessarily think that announcing 4 is getting in the way of 8. I think the people... 
I think there's a, a very big Venn diagram of people that are going to be excited for both. Right. And, you and I, teaser trailer at the end, like oh, I was yeah. like, one more thing in 2022. Mm-hmm. And then I think everybody'd be fine with it. Yeah. And uh, that'd be extremely, extremely exciting to me. Um, but yeah, I, I've been, I've been loving Capcom recently. The last couple of years, they definitely deserve an award for like most turned around uh, of the, of the big guys that we've, we've seen. Cause there were some dire years. And then all of a sudden they came back with all the resonance with, you know, Devil May Cry five. And it's like, damn, you guys are kind of knocking these out of the park. So I hope that continues with eight. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to see where it goes. Obviously, I loved RE7, and then since then, RE2, uh, the remake was just incredible. So I'm excited to see what they have up their sleeve. Uh, are we going to be reacting on the 21st of this event? Uh, what's your, what's your yeah. plan for that? You no, know, I, I think we are. I think we are. All right, all right, all right, all right. That's exciting. I, I do, Twitch.tv slash Do we – two questions. Do we get a release date for Village at this? And also, do we already have a release date <laughs> I think you get a release date there. I do not believe you have a release date already for Resident Evil Village. Hold on, I'll double check. It just says 2021 right now. Yeah, okay, then, yeah. The the leak said April, but... Ooh, that makes sense then, right? Mm -hmm. Do the showcase, say the date, and there you go. I mean, Pokemon Snap's dropping their release date. Come on, Resident Evil, you're on the clock. Step it up. That's what it's all about. Get in there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Number four, and then this is where we begin a couple of stories that are just all about delays and sadness. Number four on the Roper Report, Super Nintendo World uh, has been delayed in Japan. This is James Bachelor at GamesIndustry.biz. The opening of the Super Nintendo World Amusement Park has been delayed indefinitely while Japan continues to battle the coronavirus pandemic. Greg note, shocking. Who would have thought this wasn't going to open in February like they were trying? A record surge in infections prompted the Japanese government to declare a state of emergency in all major hubs, rather than just the Tokyo region as it had been before. This includes the city of Osaka, prompting Universal Studios to postpone the launch of the Nintendo-themed section of its theme park, Bloomberg reports. The opening was planned for February 4th, having been delayed from its original plan of a summer launch to tie in with the Tokyo Olympics. Bloomberg reports that this has now been placed on indefinite hiatus following government guidance to re- guidance to restrict non-essential travel and activities. A new opening date will be selected when the state of emergency has lifted. The launch would have allowed visitors to explore an area based on the Super Mario games, including multiple rides and a series of activities that react to interactive wristbands uh, available for purchase. The full project is still under construction, with a Donkey Kong-themed area also in the works. Universal has invested $578 million into Super Nintendo Land, making it one of the theme park's biggest venues to date. How's that feel? How's it stick? You surprised him? Did you think you were going over there in February to play? Obviously not surprised at the delay. And I think that, you know, it's easy to look at it and be like, well, why would you even put on a date in it? It's obviously not going to be hit. You need to put dates on projects like this to be able to have, you know, kind of goals and things for, for the, the people building out and stuff where it isn't this nebulous, like, oh, it's going to happen at some point. It's like, no, the goal is February. Let's get this shit done. I've seen it a million times with these amusement parks. It's like when there's not strong dates that they need to stick to and hit in their minds like that as a, a plan, shit doesn't happen for years. So it's like, at least with this, it's like, I'm hoping it keeps getting built. The Donkey Kong area is done. And when it's safe, they open it to an actual finished product. Because there's nothing worse than going to an amusement park when it's like halfway done. Sure. And it's like, sad. all right. It's sad. Well, yeah. So I, I would much prefer to go to a finished Super Nintendo land, especially if I'm going all the way to Japan. I hope we get to go one day. You know, I, I hope know. the world comes back and we can go. Yeah, me too. That's, that's all, not you know. A, not a guarantee. I mean, I'll start small. I'd like to go to a restaurant. <laughs> I'd yeah. like to be able to go to a bar again. But like, you know, going a little bit up the tiers here, the DEFCONs of Greg post-COVID, I'd love to go back to Japan. Yeah, no, see, I'm, I'm jumping straight to Super Nintendo land. <laughs> you don't care about anything. You're like, I don't need to no. go inside. I don't need to go back inside. I need to meet Mario, man. I need to see those blinking eyes. Jesus, that was creepy. Uh, number five. On the Roper Report, Elder Scrolls Online's expansion reveal has been delayed due to the inauguration. <laughs> they tweeted today, due to, due to inauguration day in the United States falling on January 20th, we are moving our global reveal event for Gates of Oblivion to, from Thursday, January 21st to Tuesday, January 26th uh, at 5 p.m. EST slash uh, 10 p.m. GMT. Thank you for your support, uh, and we will see you soon. Details here, and then there's a link to Bethesda thing. It's, a, it's an interesting and good point, right, of course, the uh, inauguration for uh, President-elect Joe Biden is happening here in the United States in Washington, D.C. on January 20th, right? Elder Scrolls getting out of the way the day after. And I wonder w- what Resident Evil thinks about that. Obviously, they're just announcing their thing with uh, Brit yeah. today. Because, of course, 
you hope that it's just going to be another boring inauguration where it's just he puts his hand on a Bible, he says it, everybody claps, we've got a president, great. The, of course, great. it's twenty. It's 2021. Now we got to worry about a bunch of fucking yahoos with neck beards running in there with their AKs they bought, thinking they're not doing a coup and they're doing a fucking coup, and it is an insurrection, and they are domestic terrorists. Luckily, most of them can't fly anymore because they're fucking morons and think they get caught. <laughs> but we'll see how it all nets so out. Oh my so god! I, I've seen so many tweets. They're just like, why don't we just pre-record this one? And yeah. Just air it. And it's like, I don't. Yeah, it's a really, really good point. When the Capitol stuff had happened last week, I had seen a bunch of reports of what does this do? What were they already planning? I haven't heard of the actual plan for what inauguration inauguration day is uh, next week. And I wonder what it looks like. And yeah, it's shitty to say, obviously, but like, yeah, just do it. Just do it somewhere private. And just it's COVID on top on top of Who just gives a fuck. What's it the fucking who's, it for? who's the pomp and circumstance for? If it's not for the betterment and safety of the people, it's like, just, just fucking do it. People are going to watch this on TV or YouTube or wherever the hell they watch it. Like you don't need to do it in a big public place that can cause a, what a, you know, an insurrection. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what happens. And yeah, you don't want people gathering either to watch it. Right. That's the other big thing. Somebody hit me up. Uh, this is, you know, before way before the Capitol stuff. Some I think in December after the election it was like, oh, man, are you going to try to I know it's COVID, but are you going to try to come to D.C. and watch the thing? I'm like, fuck no. And that was just because I didn't want to travel and have to be on a plane with people, let alone now the fact that who knows if it's going to be civil war in the streets or whatever the fuck it's going to be. It won't be this time. Hopefully they're actually planning to actually have to clown some fools out. But we'll see. Uh, number six. Riders Republic has been delayed. Uh, they put out this statement on Twitter. Hey, Riders. In September, we gave you a first look at our massive multiplayer playground in Riders Republic. We promised an action-packed outdoor sports park filled with all-out mass races uh, with more than 50 fellow riders on next-gen consoles, a variety of diverse activities, and insane stunts. We can't wait to have you traverse our vibrant world and live out your own Riders fantasy. Today, we want to let you know that we have made the decision to move our release to later this year. This additional time will allow our passionate team to deliver the best fun-fueled experience to our players. Thank you so much for your support and understanding. Stay safe and get ready to join the madness of Riders Republic soon, the Riders Republic dev team. Everyone, I need you to go to twitter.com and then send messages to at Blessing Jr. of condolences. Because, of course, he has been excited about this game and talking about this game on podcast and very excited for what was to be a spring release. I believe it was March, maybe February. I forget, actually. Um, but here February. we are. Delayed out of that. Uh, Tim, when we... What, what, sorry, go ahead. It, it was Prince of Persia January, this February, if I remember correctly. Early and the Far February. Cry was going to be March, and then that, yeah. got, that got moved and to, then, right? Now all of them are delayed. Yeah, where, exactly. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Uh, you were I, also excited about this. How do you how do you feel about all this? I was very excited for it. This this seemed like a perfect January game. Later in the year, I don't know. We'll have to see. Hopefully, the quality of the game. You know, this delays. This is one of those situations where it's like, don't put out a, a shitty game. Fine, cool. Yeah, of course. But I do think that I that this game, if if it was finished and good, what could potentially really hit in January in a way that it might not later in the year. That's uh, the thing is you get more and more competition, right? Like it's the same thing we talk about all the time. Of I think when the new year starts, you stop thinking about what was best last game. Oh, Jesus Christ, I can't speak. You know what I'm trying to... What was game of the year for the year before? And you start thinking about all the cool stuff. And I think it's one of the reasons, like, it Hitman launching next week is a great place for Hitman, right? Of, like, a game that ha has had two entries that people fucking talk about being great all the time. But here it is, the first AAA game to hit. And I think it's going to get more eyes and more players because of it. And the same totally. thing here, right? This would have had an influx of players because I got to play something. I want something new and big. Yeah, I, I was about to say, I think this is really good news for Hitman 3. Like, Hitman 3, it now has a, a very steady hold on the first, what, like, two up to three months of the year right now? Yeah. Like, yeah. Are, are there any major releases that I, I'm missing right now? Because outside of, of Hitman head, and all the CB stuff that got delayed. Yeah. Um. What, uh, the Nintendo one. Uh, oh, we got Mario. We, yeah, we when's Mario? Mario 3D World, February 12th. Uh, which mm -hmm. which I'm mm -hmm. extremely excited for. Uh, I'm looking at the chat right now, getting a shout out for Monster Hunter on Switch. The medium, the medium is one. That oh, okay, I think okay. When when's medium set for? Medium release date is January 28th, 2021. What? Holy that's according shit! To, that's according to good old Google. Yeah, I'm a, and that a medium is 
Medium is one of those games that will benefit so much right now by coming out when it comes out. Yeah. Oh because, my yeah, God. That, that's one that I, I've heard good things about. And I know it's the switch between worlds. I was listening to the kind of funny X cast over the weekend when they were talking about it. Um, love that host Paris. The other two suck. Uh, and the, it was very much like, okay, yeah, this sounds cool. It's like, I don't know much about it, but I don't need to know much about it. Like, I'm just, I'm down to jump in there and see what it's all about. Oh, this is awesome. I had no idea it was this soon. Yeah, it's right there, man. Right there. Discover a mystery on the immediate Let's go. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how both of those uh, help or how how much they benefit, I guess, from a quieter spring that even I think most of us anticipated. Mm -hmm. And then rounding out the Roper Report with bad news, (laughs) number seven, uh, the Best Buy Gamers Club Unlocked has died. Uh, This is Tyler Fisher over at comicbook.com. Best Buy has been in the headlines a lot recently, just like other retailers, for every time it gets a new PS5 in stock. However, this time it's in the headlines because it's ending Gamers Gamers Club Unlocked on March 1st. Not only does this mean all the benefits will be discontinued, but all remaining memberships at this point will be canceled. And right now, there's no word on an alternative service. That said, subscribers will be issued a refund check equal to $30 for each unexpired membership. Benefits will remain active until February 28th, and even after the cutoff date, my Best Buy will continue. Uh, And that's it. That's all the retailer reveals. Again, not only is there no word of an alternative, but it's unclear why the service is coming to an end. All that's been issued is the email below, which the retailer has been sending out to members of Gamers Club Unlocked. Quote, we have an important announcement to share about your Gamers Club Unlocked membership. Thank you for being uh, a My Best Buy member and part of the Gamers Club Unlocked program. We have made the decision to end the current Gamers Club Unlocked program, which means we will cancel remaining memberships and discontinue all current benefits as of March 1st, 2021. As a current Gamer Club Unlocked member, uh, we will be refunding the purchase price of your unexpired memberships. We will mail you a refund check equal to $30 for each. Your Gamers Club Unlocked benefits will be active through February 28th. Uh, Despite this change, you will remain a member of My Best Buy, which earns you rewards on your Best Buy purchases and additional member benefits. If you need assistance with this or have questions, please feel free to contact us. Thank you for continuing to be a loyal Best Buy customer. Tim, people love gamers club unlocked it was always that argument when i'd be like just buy digital and people were like shut the fuck up greg gamers club unlocked gets me this much off and does all this and it's better than amazon even what do you think about it going away i mean this is definitely the most surprising news i think i've ever had on games daily the fact that gamers club unlocked still existed in 2021 <laughs> like I, I thought i would have sworn that this happened like two or three years ago but i guess what happened was they just took away all the perks so People was just it, were like, we don't even want this anymore. Because they was, changed it up dramatically. Yeah. Ago. And it was also when Amazon took away their thing. There was then yeah. it was this idea of like they stopped competing with each other. And I remember people being freaked out about that. I think Imran in the chat is saying that uh, they got rid of new like subs. Like signing mm-hmm. up for it, you couldn't do. So if you had it, you still got the perks. Yeah. And then... Yeah, uh, no, it's yeah here, start killer, uh, start killers in a, 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 you're wrong, says Best Buy can discontinued sales of the Gamers Club unlocked four years ago. This message is for the few people that still had stacked subs. Uh, this should only affect a minuscule mm-hmm. amount of customers. Gotcha. Yeah, I loved it, man. I was Gamers Club unlocked for, for years, and it was seriously like the best deal in gaming. It was kind of just like if you were into buying games, specifically physical, and back then, majority of things were physical. It was a very different world. It was like that's, if you didn't have that, it'd be, kind of like weird sure rest in peace yeah for sure but i remember yeah when them and amazon laid down their arms and it was like here we go and that's when you know digital walked in and look at this i'm buying platinum trophies for 99 cents got two yesterday no big deal tim i'll talk about it later uh for now though let me remind you you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games to be part of the show of course you can go there to write in your questions like i said you can get it with the exclusive post show we do but right now what's most important is you could go there and get it ad free speaking of ads Greg Way, you're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Let me tell you about our sponsors. I'm going to start with Hims. For Hims.com is all about men's wellness. Uh, we all know the story. Andy and Nick wanted to maintain their own wellness, so they looked into Hims for help keeping their hair full and healthy. We can confirm their hair, Tim. Mm-hmm. Full and healthy. Full and healthy. Uh, through him, uh, through him, you can get also get a whole bunch of different things, including prescription medication that treats ED, real science, real solutions to ED. Hims makes it easy. Uh, Hims connects you with a licensed medical professional online who can prescribe FDA-approved prescription medication to treat ED. You get the same active ingredient as the expensive little pill, but without the expensive price tag. 
This could cost hundreds of bucks if you had to go through a doctor or a pharmacy. Not so with Hims. Hims makes it simple and affordable. No embarrassing conversations, no expensive appointments. Just answer a few questions online about your medical history, and a provider will continue or confidentially review it. Uh, if approved, your medication is shipped directly to your door in discreet packaging, and shipping is free. No more searching online for answers to questions about ED or sexual wellness. Just go to your Hims account and ask a medical professional you can trust. Why live with ED when the solution can be so simple? Try Hims today by starting out with a free online visit. Go to forhims.com slash funny games. That's uh, for a free visit. You can go to forhims.com slash funny games. F O R H I M S dot com slash funny games. Prescription products are subject to medical approval, uh, medical provider approval, and require an online consultation with a medical provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. See the website for full details and safety information. Remember, that's forhims.com slash funny games. Our next sponsor is Brook Linen. Life is too short to sleep between anything less than really nice sheets. But maybe you looked at some retailers and calculated the years of interest you'd pay on just one set and gave up. Trust me, Greg Miller. Go to Brooklinen. Brooklinen was started by Rich and Vicky, who also were tired of trying to find beautiful home essentials that didn't cost an arm and a leg. And when they couldn't, they founded Brooklinen as the first direct-to-consumer bedding company. Uh, they work directly with manufacturers to make luxury available directly to you without the luxury-level markups. Brooklinen has a variety of sheets, colors, patterns, and materials to fit your needs and tastes. Brooklinen has over 50,000 five-star reviews and counting and is so confident in their product that all their bedding comes with a lifetime warranty. And Brooklinen is so much more than sheets. They've got comforters, pillows, towels, even loungewear and more. You can buy sheets, bedding, pillows all at once and save even more. How do I know? Because I, Greg Miller, use Brooklinen all the time. You've heard it probably a million times years ago when they first sponsored us because they're such good uh, helpers and uh, sponsors for us. I went to Brooklinen.com, uh, didn't even talk to Jen, mixed and matched colors and patterns, came up with a, a thing for our bed that matched our room. We use it all the time. We take it off, we wash it, we put it right back on. I don't use any other sheets. But... Then I upped it and bought the Brooklyn and towels as well. And I've been using them and they are soft and they soak up all the water off of my massive, massive body. A lot of water. A lot of water on me. It's 2021. Do something nice for yourself to start the new year. Uh, to help do that, Brooklyn has a special offer. Go to brooklinen.com and use the promo code GAMES to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more plus free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter the promo code GAMES to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more plus free shipping. Brooklinen.com and use the promo code GAMES at checkout. And our final sponsor of the day, Burrow. Uh, I can't stand shopping for furniture. The options, the transporting, the building, it's all frustrating. It's true, I hate going to stores and getting furniture, and then I hate it even more assembling it, and you got the little Allen wrench and your fingers hurt at the end of it, it's terrible. That's mm -hmm. why I'm excited to tell you that KFGD is supported by Burrow, uh, the furniture company that's designing smarter, simpler things for modern life at home. They built the company from the ground up to fix all the ways that shopping for furniture is frustrating. Every decision they make, from the first sketch to of a new couch, uh, to the fast, free delivery, Every promise is made with your experience in mind. Burrow provides easy online shopping. No more visits to far-flung warehouse stores. No high-pressure salespeople. Plus, Burrow's uh, world-class support team is available for you whenever you need them. It's furniture designed for the way you live. Uh, the credenzas were actually tall enough to fit next-gen consoles standing vertically. The award-winning Nomad Sofa has built-in USB chargers. Uh, assembly is simple. Burrow customers literally write reviews, applauding the instructions uh, for being so easy to follow. Modular design means they're easy to set up, but also easy to take with, with you to your next home. And there's fast, free shipping for on every order. Uh, Burrow saves users an average of $100 on large items like a couch. Right now, you can get $75 off your first order at burrow.com slash games. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W.com slash games for $75 off your Burrow purchase. Burrow.com slash games. Tim, mm -hmm. I'm excited to see all the kind of funny best friends buy their furniture. They're going to assemble it. It's going to be modular. It's going to be amazing. And then they're going to send have, me I have this Burrow. It's dope. And it is modular, which is cool because you just it by that it just means you could buy bigger parts to make the the couch bigger, smaller, whatever you want. If it's oh, really? not an L shape, you can make it an L shape. Yeah, it's cool stuff. I'm gonna have to look at that. Uh, actually, you know what? Then I'm excited for you to send me photos of your burrow furniture. But that is so far away when you'll have time to do it. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grab shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the kind of funny Games Daily show host each and every weekday. Mm -hmm.
Out today. We got some GTA Online stuff. This week in GTA Online, the Mabatsu uh, Manchez Scout joins the huge array of vehicles at Warstock Cash and Carry, uh, while players who collect both treasure chests on Cayo Perico in a single day can expect a $100,000 GTA bonus in their Maze Bank account uh, next week. Uh, then more game stuff. Uh, Bloodstain Ritual of the Night received a free DLC update today for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Steam, and Switch. Fish is now available on PC. Uh, Fantasy Tavern Sextet. Uh, Volume 2 Adventurer's Days is on Switch. Scott Pilgrim vs. Complete Edition is on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Life of Fly is on Xbox One, Switch. Uh, MXGP 2020 is on PS5. Rhythm Fighter is on Switch. My Hidden Things is on Switch. Four in a Row is on Switch. Pixel Game Maker Series Wolf werewolf princess kaguya is on switch down in bermuda is on switch shadow gangs is on switch ployed is on switch ancient abyss is on pc Windfolk is on playstation 4 and playstation 5 rocket labs has returned to rocket league as a limited time mode uh, playlist and is now live in the game uh, GameSpot reports that a new update for Poyo Poyo Tetris 2 introduces a new slate of playable characters, including Sega mascot Sonic the Hedgehog. It also includes a new boss raid mode, which lets you team up with four other players in co-op. A limited time demo is available to play now on the Nintendo Switch. Then GameSpot also reports Assassin's Creed Valhalla title update 1.1.1 is out now on consoles and PC. The new update addresses a large number of graphical bugs, adds various gameplay fixes, and also includes support for Ubisoft Connect achievements on xbox one the update is 6.6 gigabytes xbox series x slash s users can expect 7.5 gigabytes and pc can brace themselves for 6.45 gigabyte update on their download queue i guess no playstation update i don't know what the hell's going on there (laughs) new dates for you uh motor strike racing rampage is coming to steam on january 27th a total war saga troy ajax and uh, dio is that how i'd say that kevin dio medes it's it's, uh, troy Faction uh, Pack launches on January 28th. Crossword City Chronicles is coming to Steam January 25th. Tohu launches later this month on January 28th for Steam, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and Google Stadia. Silver Chains comes to PlayStation 4 and Switch uh, January 29th. Curious Expedition 2 disembarks from PC or for PC on January 28th. Uh, Dyson Sphere program gets a price tag before its early release on January 21st, so it's coming January 21st. Sorry, there's so much shit today that I just had. I was yeah. moving really quickly, just taking headlines off of the emails and putting them in here. The Dark Eye Chains of uh, Sadie Nav and Dark Eye Memoria for Nintendo Switch, Xbox Series X slash S and Xbox One, PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 are coming January 27th. And then King of Seas will launch February 18th for PC, Steam, uh, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. I think it's Diomedes. That was Greek a lot. Diomedes. You know, I knew it was Greek. Greek I, um, I, yeah, I think. I, think I, I heard sure, it was Diomedes. I don't think that's true. I think, that. I think Cool Greg lied to you. you know? Really? Damn. Deals of the day for you. Uh, starting. This is from Nintendo. Starting now j- until January 21st, uh, you can take advantage of a New Year sale on Nintendo.com or in the Nintendo eShop and save up to 30% on select digital versions of Nintendo Switch games, including critically acclaimed titles such as Clubhouse Games, 51 Worldwide Classics, Immortals Phoenix Rising, uh, Super Mario Maker 2, and Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh, meanwhile, uh, for Xbox uh, free weekends, uh, Star Wars Squadrons, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and Ukulele are all available for Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members to play now until Sunday at midnight. Whew. That was a show, Tim. There it was, man. There's a, a real lot good of stuff one. On there. A lot of words that had to be said. It's like yeah. we're CD Project Red out here. It's crazy. You no, know, our words meant something. Mm. We, there was a there was a something behind what we were saying, whereas they were just like talking. You're not really, mm-hmm. you know, saying much of what they were doing, and it was kind of a disappointment. And even worse, I didn't even bring up in the news story. They didn't talk about my trophies. You mm. know what I mean? Are any of the big patches you're going to push? Let me platinum this fucking game. That was one my trophy. thing. You talk for five minutes. I expect at least couple of those words to be oh greg miller we're personally sorry to you for your platinum situation it's the thing where i don't think it's too much to ask that they apologize and fix my trophy bug above everything else because again it would be a different story if i was done with it and i had my platinum and i was on to the next thing you know that's like an easy fix too like i'm sure that like your specific issue they can just send you a a save file 
And totally. Just send them a platinum. Send them the trophy. Hey, let me turn it on a pop. And while we're here, Avengers, with this 50 oh, hive bullshit, go in the back end. Give me 49 hives. Let me just have the next hive pop it. It's easy. Everybody makes it so easy. hard. Easy. You know I mean? Come on. Good Lord. We're monsters. All of us. Sometimes I like to, you know, separate myself from you, but I can't. You fed into it today. Yeah, it's all of us. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to squat up. This is where one of you writes in with your name, username, platform, choice, and why you need help in a video game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you, and everybody plays games together. Today, BJ Bernardo needs help on Xbox. His username is BJ Bernardo. <laughs> BJ space B-E-R-N-A-R-D-O. BJ Bernardo. Uh, BJ says, hi, y'all. I got Avengers and Star Wars Squadron over the holidays. And while I love both, I need people to Sherpa and carry me through the online. Also, I've been playing Warzone for a good year, but I need someone to carry me on my first Battle Royale win. I play around 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. West Coast, Best Coast, and I'm willing to play other games that are on Xbox Game Pass. Thanks, BJ. If you want to go play Game of the Year runner-up Avengers with BJ Bernardo. Hit him up on Xbox. He's ready to play with you. He's also going to play something called Star Wars Squadrons. Never heard of it. And Warzone, which I imagine is like the old WWE Warzone game. WWF mm-hmm. Warzone. That's probably what he's playing. I'm just, I'm Great. Of yeah. Remember when we we put Final Fantasy VII Remake as our Game of the Year? Awesome. I yeah. fucking love it. If you, haven't watched, if you haven't watched the latest games cast, it is our uh, game of the year uh, deciding uh, votes and whatnot. And it's, we did it and we ranked it and everything had points and they went in there. And the only thing I'm upset about is how dirty Animal Crossing got done. You know what I mean? Because Tim know. over here, Mr. Nintendo, he's, only, never... he, he's Mr. Nintendo on the surface, ladies and gentlemen. You go no. deep behind that. You know what he's talking about? Fucking Radeon cards and graphic oh, my, cards. My Radeon cards. Animal okay, Crossing. That's... that's very deep. Very deep in there is Animal Crossing. Ah. That's a real Nintendo fan. That's a real Nintendo fan, is what I'm saying, you know? How did Worm Jazz I mean, yeah, do? You are the one saying that. Worm Jazz got a mention. It did get mentioned. Really? We did mention yes. it. Thanks, guys. I respect you all. No problem. Don't worry about it, and don't check fact check me on that. Uh, we asked people watching live on uh-huh. twitch.tv slash kind of funny game. I, I, it came up on one of the shows. I'm not sure which show it was. I'm not sure if it was there. We made a Worm Jazz joke or if it was on one of the other shows. It wasn't that. Uh, what? It wasn't the game of the year. Oh, shit. Fuck. All right. Yeah. Sorry, it's Kevin. I lied to you, but it wasn't on purpose. No, it happened, Kevin. It happened. Somewhere it happened. We asked people watching live on twitch.tv slash games to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. So we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Uh, Roosh Teeth and listening on podcast services around the globe. Nanobiologist has an out today we missed. Immortals Phoenix Rising released a demo for their upcoming DLC, A New God, which is a quick challenge room showing off the types of vaults you'd be exploring uh, and the new landscape. Uh, and then... Oh, okay. This is not... That's all we got. Now, usually, you know, uh, Phoenix Rising, I know, is a fan base. That's why I put it in there. DH Ruvenator, though, says, can we get a Tim Gettys Peloton update? Over on the Kind of Funny podcast this week, you talked about how you're using this Peloton treadmill, and you were going to try to do it. Where are we at right now? Have you missed it? You've been going? You've been doing I never, it? I haven't missed it. Four yeah. days four days in, trying to figure out the best time to, to do it, because it's killing me. It's fucking killing yeah. me. I was talking about this on the podcast, and I don't, won't go too long now, but it's just like, it's, it's just like, after I'm done, I'm like, well, I am useless for the rest of the day. I've been knocking out at like 10 p.m. It's crazy. It's good for you. No, well, it. I think it'd be, I feel like getting you on a normal sleep schedule would really benefit Gia. My, my I, sleep you know, my... normal. I'm fine. I mean, yeah. you just said that I... you're going to sleep at a 10 at 10 p.m. That's not normal. No, I well, I'm, what that's, movie that are you about to normal. watch, Kevin? Sorry, <laughs> what ignore movie are you about ignore... to watch? You guys just gave me shit about like getting stuff ready beforehand, so just ignore this part. Wait, what? What the that, fuck? Da, 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 da. They can't hear that. You guys just ignore it. Be pro- fucking professionals. Oh my god! Greg your Miller. mic was live. Couldn't they hear it? Greg, I just imagine I that it. I've I engineered everything to work super well. You want there to be less time between streams, so I'm my setting all of that up. Hasn't been bad for a for quite a while. I, I average sleep in around like before midnight. Okay, when are you getting up, though? Because that was always the thing where Gia's like, ah, oh, you know, Tim slept till 3 bro- o'clock. Yeah, no. I mean, I, even since I know Gia, I haven't slept till 3. Well, then but she's like, fucking I, dispatching if I, you. If I could choose, I would sleep till, like, noon. Mm-hmm. But, like, nowadays, it's like, I'm, I'm up at, like, fucking 8 or 9. Oh, look at that. Okay. But it is what it is. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Van Kind of Funny Games Daily. Uh, we will be back tomorrow to close out your week. Of course, our show isn't over. You can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, get the post show Tim and I are about to do. If you are going to stick around on Twitch, uh, it is going to be Snowbike Mike and Blessing at Aoye Jr. popping up next. They are doing, I believe, a first impressions of Scott Pilgrim uh, versus the world, the video game, and then uh, probably some Sekiro is the word I've heard. Of course, tomorrow on Kind of Funny Games Daily, we are using the Kind of Funny Spotlight to talk to Carolyn Pettit, who will be here to join me in the co-host seat. So that's how it works. Twitch, a bunch of cool shit happening. Stick around. If you miss it and you're listening to this later, of course, youtube.com slash plays. You can go there. You can click the subscribe button. It would be great, and you get all the streams you usually could get on Twitch live, but you're not getting live. Uh, otherwise, we're going to patreon.com slash games. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>